Acclaimed actor Rudger Hauer has passed away at the age of 75. Most audiences know Mr. Hauer from his stellar performance as Roy Blatty in the sci-fi classic Blade Runner. For me, I'll always cherish his truly menacing performance in the 1986 thriller The Hitcher. From Nighthawks to Sin City to Batman Begins to Flesh and Blood to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mr. Hauer was a totally unique presence in cinema. No other actor was quite like him. We welcomed Mr. Hauer to our program in 2008. He had just released his infectiously enjoyable autobiography titled All These Moments, and he spoke to us from Amsterdam. Here is that interview. Your parents were both actors, and, and unlike a lot of stories that you hear from the, the quote-unquote show business families, they, they didn't discourage you from entering the acting field, did they? No, no, no. They, they, they were hoping that I would find a, a way to, uh, to have a life, let's say, and it, uh, it didn't really matter to them what that was, but I didn't know what to do, so they said try the acting school after uh, lots of uh, different jobs, and then I did, and then I got through it. Um, and then I got a, you know, I, I worked for, for theater for four years, and and uh, then I was discovered on camera, I'd say. Yeah, and, and, your, and your first major collaborator, I guess it would have been Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and you both strike me as artists who kind of um, relish the chance to take risks and, and, and to see how far you can go with material. Uh, tell, tell me some other things that you guys have in common that made that collaboration sizzle like it did. I think what you know it sounds funny, but the common sense I think we also have in common, uh, which makes you uh, not uh, float too 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 much. Let's say the the balloons that are also full of air, we tend to kind of hold on to the earth, um, both of us. And um, I, I we I did five films with him and one one television series right uh so we kind of got to know each other and um it was always uh it was always uh, really great uh, great to work with him mm. yeah that's one of the all-time great collaborations in my opinion uh jerry you actually had a question about the, the yeah, period we, of time yes yeah, we could of, sense of humor pretty much i think also comes uh, in both of us and yeah but but the sense that's of apparent. reality that's that, that's apparent on screen too yeah um, okay <laughs> okay um but speaking of one of the films you collaborated with him soldier of orange and there are also several other films that you did in the in the world war ii genre that you seem very comfortable very at ease because you have a very diverse range you play like um all characters across the whole spectrum and I was just curious, what is it about that uh, genre that attracts you? Uh, nothing, really. Okay. okay. Uh, I, no, no, I, you know, people ask you what genre do you like, and I, I really uh, don't, I don't really have, I don't really have a genre that I like, and I, I, I have to be honest, I don't, I don't see a lot of films. Uh, it's, I still work very much, and then when I'm off, I, I tend to not look at films uh, for a bit. And so I, I kind of catch up later. Um, yeah, let's, what I, you know, I think everything is, everything is, is make-believe, whatever genre you want to call it. 
the thriller, you know, I mean, the Hitcher, I thought was 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 is one of my favorites as well. Uh, it's not that I like the genre so much, or and, and 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 also Blade Runner. It wasn't my genre, but I thought the script was wonderful, and and uh, it just you know these films just work out, uh, and and you never know if they do or if they will. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. It feels good when you make them, but you you never quite know how far they will live, how long they will live. Very Blade Runnerish. Right, right. How long will I live? <laughs> uh, but I think it was, it was Four probably years. Night, Nighthawks was the one that brought you to America, right? To American audience? No, uh, not really. I mean, the, the the thing that the film that brought me to America was, uh, funny enough, was. Uh, was Soldier of Orange, mm-hmm. and I got like a limited run uh, in cities, and I did press for that, and that was that was my first. It was my second time in America because Turkish Delight was also that was uh, what was it again? It was uh, they, it was up for an, uh, for an Oscar uh, nomination, and then there was like a whole thing uh, because it, there was a lot of nudity in the film. Oh. That they they called it X-rated, and that you couldn't have a, a nomination for an X-rated film. That was a big. It was a big thing uh, at the time. So that was my first time. The second time was Soldier of Orange, and I got a, a good run and a good idea. And also, that was the film that Ridley saw. Uh, why he wanted me. So okay. I mean, that film in many ways is sort of my bridge to to the, the United States, yeah. or or for, or for for that matter, an international career. Right. So I owe I owe a lot to you know that moment and to also to Paul Verhoeven and to the, the you know the guy the real guy who I I was performing a, a, a war hero he just recently died Eric Haslov Ulzuma and and we became the best of friends and he died when he was ninety he just died a, a couple of months ago oh wow anyway. It's, it's, yeah. it's interesting, though, how, how uh, you know, Nighthawks has, has kind of gained a, a cult status now, I find, uh, as the years Yeah, because of terrorism, and uh, that was sort of the first, I mean, in Europe, uh, that we had quite a bit of terrorism uh, in, in Germany, mostly, and the whole thing in Munich was, that was sort of, uh, that was Santos, uh, the guy, the character in, in Nighthawks was uh, based on Santos, and Santos was also in charge of a raid in in, uh, in uh, of the Olympic Games in Munich. Right, uh, right. But for the States, it was a new thing. And then, of course, you know, now, I mean, this, this film, I, did, I think I did this film in 80, so that's now, it's almost 30 years, and then, uh, yeah, look at, look where we are now. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but you talk about Nighthawks not being a pleasant shoot, and then a complete 180 seemed to be Blade Runner because uh, for the exact uh, opposite reason, I think you were given free reign pretty much on your character in Blade Runner while while the Nighthawks experience was very constrictive. Well, yeah, I mean, basically not so much free reign, but Ridley Ridley was open to ideas, and if he felt they would they made some sense, then he would use them and. And that's sort of where we found each other. I mean, you know, I don't want to be left uh, alone. I, I, I would do very strange things. I, I know the director, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, well, you know, and and Ridley and I found each other on that film, and that was that was you know after, you know, the the Nighthawks film was a hard one. 
uh, and that was such a relief because I, I sort of was a bit dented in, in terms of my beliefs of America's cinema making right. and filmmaking. I went, wow, if it's that way, do I want to be here? I don't think so. Mm. So, you know, big relief and, and so nice that the film holds its own for so long. It's so amazing. Yeah, and part of the big joy for me in reading your book was uh, was the, that it's clear that you're an actor with, with so many ideas. When you, when you come to the set and and when you explain yeah. those ideas and how they came to fruition, that, that just that just made me so 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 joyful to read that in the book. Uh, well, thank you. I, that's that's yeah. You know, uh, I if not for, if it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't I wouldn't really trust myself to write all that down. And even that is is still, let's say, a, 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 a map of of the ideas that I have. I can't write it all down, but some of it and uh, but the internet has given me some trust and, and some faith that people understand what you do and that's that's very nice i never thought they would understand uh, that unspoken language and they seem to really get it well so that's yeah very nice. mm-hmm. and, yeah yeah and, yeah and i'm wondering nice yeah i'm wondering when you when you uh, when you craft a performance how much of it is uh, do you rely on intellect and how much on instinct I think uh I don't know it's a mix uh it's really hard to to judge from me um I I think I I'd go I'd say I I think I I I follow you know the director and my instinct I follow those lines and then if 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 the director is in it with me then I can start uh, you know doing little fantasies and having little outings with ideas Depending on you know what the parameters are, mm-hmm. um, but most of it comes to me. Most of it comes from just you know imagination. I think that's where the audience needs to go. So why would I not start there? Yeah, and so much of it happens in the moment too, and so so it has such a such a a, a quality that it's just alive on screen. Uh, I yeah. find too. Uh, yeah. Well, lovely, you know, lovely, lovely. I try, you know, and and. Uh, I no, and I you know how much certainty do you have as an actor? You no, no I don't believe you have a lot of that uh, a, anyway. And I, I there are times that I think I'm taking a role and I think I can't do it, and that's that doesn't last very long because I I, I get my senses back. But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I don't have that certainty. Uh, I don't want to go the road that I went. So I, I try to do, rediscover you know. Characters, if I feel that they are repetitive, I mean, if I play a bad guy, I have to have a good sense that I can do something with it, yeah. you know, that is worth doing. Blade Runner is a movie that has survived and thrived so, so well over the years. Do you have a preference as to which one you prefer? A preference for what? For, for which draft of for, Blade Runner you mean? For which or kind which of Blade movie? Runner that we think works the best? The last one. Really? The last one is the one he wanted out first, and he was so right. And it's you know, the differences are still not major. I don't think the film always plays it because it's so strong. But this one is a, this one is really a final cut, and it you know, yeah. and you feel it. It moves better. It's warmer. It's got a little more, it got a little more heart for all the characters. Uh, you know, especially for Harrison Ford's character, who you know. I never cared for him that much, and then I was honestly outside of my role. Like I didn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, it's you know, it's a masterpiece, you know, and it's I'm you know I I know uh, no qualm saying that, uh, and it's because of everybody, and especially Ridley's mind. But let me say something before we you know be. I would have never written the book, let's say you know, if I if I wouldn't have done it for um, for charity. I thought it would it would be an interesting idea to write a nice book from the center of making movies, you know, and where I stand as I do them. Uh, and and see if I can raise some funding for a charity for AIDS that I have for, uh, since 2000, and I do small things for that. And it's really odd because in the publicity that I do for the book, I always tell people, and it it never seems to survive for some reason. And I think if you know, if people buy a book and they know it's that all the you know all the um, all the, what do you call it all the profits go to HIV and. Uh, and some, you know, uh, a charity that I run and the, that I believe in. Start it makes a difference, I would think, you know. Yeah. Well, I actually, in so my I list just, of questions, I just, to get, of, I just want to get that out of the way. No, absolutely, and that's I think fine. that's I think that's crucial because in my list of questions here, I, I I wanted to focus on on your organization. It's called Starfish, correct? It's called the Starfish, uh, the Rutger Hauer Starfish Association. Okay. <coughs> and and it's. Uh, and uh, all the proceeds from the book go to that organization. And actually, on the screen that our listeners are on right now, uh, there's, a, there's a clickable link. Click on the cover of your book. It will take them uh, to Amazon where they can purchase it, and, and all, of, all, all the proceeds yeah. go to your foundation. So yes. I think that, that's I, crucial. You know, I fought for that because you know, I wanted to have that on there. And they said, well, you know, they'll find it inside the book. And I said, well, can you not put it on the outside of the book? You know, all that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. You only so, do this once, right? So one tell me, tell me what once. your, tell me what your foundation, uh, where this, what this funding goes towards. Well, you know, I've decided after a couple of years of struggling and trying to be a hero in some, you know, godforsaken small island where AIDS is is just, you know, incredibly uh, present. Let's say, in the Turks and Caicos Islands, I decided that the. the there would be more result if I would be a little closer to the source, and uh, so because I was, you know, I was mostly not there. So I decided to bring it to wherever I would be. I'll do something, and and on that route, I've discovered some really interesting people that I can trust and that I can work with and do something good if I have, you know, if I have funding. And the other thing that I thought was. Why don't I bring it back home to my own profession and see if I can find some filmmakers who will, you know, work with me on this? It doesn't, you know, just the idea, you know, a concert for AIDS. Why don't filmmakers do film for AIDS? And so that's, I'm sort of doing that at the moment. And it started last year. So I'm bringing it home to my own craft. So, you know, I, 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 I'm closer to it and, and, um, and you know we we use our craft to to uh, to get it out there. It's basically all about the same thing: awareness and you know, let's not forget. You know, absolutely. And the, and the, talk, the heart of the core, the core, the core of the whole thing is that you know, pregnant women and children. I'm trying to give them help. It doesn't matter what it is, and it doesn't matter where it is. I'll do it if I can. I think I'm going to go to Romania next. And I was there a couple of years ago, twice. Um, and one of the things I, I found was that there was a village, basically, sort of almost like a concentration camp, but a, a nicer setup for the kids because they were orphans. Uh, nobody cared for them, and because they did get medicine, 
they uh, they had to live somewhere. There was an Italian, Mino D'Amato was his name. He sort of uh, was responsible for a whole village being built by Italians in Bucharest and Romania. And the book and the people nobody stopped him because they they the politics they couldn't stop him because they th- thought that was too painful, so they let him go. So illegally, he put first he put a hospital in Bucharest and then he put like a, a village for kids with HIV there, orphans. And um, now I'm going there. I'm going to try and get a pool together because I remember, you know, how much they wanted to go for a swim and the river is polluted and the swimming pools don't allow them to swim because they think that's going to kill people. So that sort of thing is what I'm doing. <coughs> and I do other things, you know. I'm, I'm hoping to get some documentaries going, you know, from filmmakers who I can send to China or whatever. Well, I applaud Made you. in China. Please. Made in China, different, different brand. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel... Excuse me, Mr. Howard. Do you feel that you're also yeah. like a battling a lot of ignorance um, about the? Yeah, no, you sure. It sounds like from I, what you said about Romania. It sounds like there's still a lot of ignorance about the the truth about the disease. Well, yeah, well I don't know what to call it. You know, it just needs to be done. It needs to be done, and there's so much you know that you can do, even in the little things. You know, and and that's all I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing things when I can, and I know where to find them too. Right. I don't look at a city, you know, through, through, you know, the glasses of bling, or right. you know, I, 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 I take one look at a city and I can see where the, the different routes are, and I'm going to go shopping, and I don't mean that in a nasty way. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to go shop. You know, get to know, you know, get to know the places a bit. So yeah. I, I'm not just an actor who lives in a hotel and shoots a movie there. Right. Well, we have we have a link on our website here where they can purchase your book, and it's it's yeah. a fantastic fun read and and icing on the cake that the proceeds go to to help your aids. Uh, so I think that's absolutely essential. Um, okay. Before you go, before you go, can I ask you about the Hitcher because that's one of my favorite you films. Can. How long do we have? We have as long as you want to give us, but I don't. Oh, all right. Know. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to overstep my boundaries because this is long distance. I know, but. Uh, Never mind. Yeah, you'll you'll live, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Hitcher is absolutely one of my my favorite films of that genre, just because it's so down and dirty and kind of relentless. Mm. And and mm. but I had a different kind of view of of how you portrayed the character uh, from when I read your book and, and read your take on it. I thought that you probably uh, didn't it didn't require it, it was a role that didn't require you to find the humanity in it. Uh, but you had a very You're right. Is that correct, or do you have a different take on that character? Are you asking me if it was a role that didn't... Did, can you be yeah, a little well, more precise, and I'll answer well, it precise. Well, well, because a lot of times, characters, when they play so-called villains, they, they search yeah. to find the humanity in the character, and I thought that this was a different kind of role. Okay. In what way? Well, it's you an unstoppable you, you force. You're, are you saying you didn't feel the humanity? I, I don't. I don't want to. I, I thought you can that say the anything you want. I thought that the character represented an unstoppable force, and that's what he was. Right. Uh, the, and the I, force of what? <laughs> I'm interviewing you now. Yeah. <laughs> the force of what? Like an unstoppable, like a Terminator, almost. Just an unstoppable yeah, killing right, machine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to take that away from you. It sounds fine. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I play every character as humane as I can come up with and it doesn't matter you know what the character is i play characters i play people basically 
Yeah. And uh, some people are really mean and others are not, you know. So I thought he was charming. <laughs> I, I thought he was one of the, char- the most charming men I would, I would meet on the road. Okay, all right. If I, speaking yeah. of charming, can I ask you a question? I know I'd like to ask a question if you have the time. Yeah, you, you're you asking the questions. Yes, I know, I know. I just don't. We don't want to, um, you know, keep you or anything. But I, speaking of monsters, or you know, you see, you see the good, not the good, but you take you, like, the human element of each of your characters. What was it like playing Albert Speer and in Inside the Third Reich? How did you approach that material? Well, I I approached it pretty much from, you know, he'd written a book, a 500-page book in prison while he was in prison for 25 years. And I sort of took the stance, and I don't think it, um, as an actor, I don't think you should, you know, you just have to make it believable, whatever whatever the the role is. But I thought, if the guy's in prison for 25 years, why would he lie? Exactly. (laughs) So I based my, sort of my, let's say, sincerity or whatever you want to call it, on that. But then, uh, the, so, and then, of course, you know, 10 years later, they, they discover he, he really lied a lot in that book. So yeah. so he fooled me, and there you go. But, you know, so you, you take the ingredients that you think make sense mm-hmm. for the moment, and you, and you work with them and, and see if the director likes them, and then and you take it from there. It's... it's uh, um, it's it's. Uh, I'm afraid it's not a life-altering experience for me most of the time. <laughs> but you, you know how actors character. sort of tend to go, oh yes, it changed my life. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but that doesn't really seem to work for me. But maybe I'm missing something. Uh, well, well, but at the same time, in your book, I mean, you're essentially reviewing your career, so uh, you have the to moments. have some. Yeah. Well, that's what I want to ask you about the the moments. What moments are you proudest of as an actor? Particular particular moments in a film where you say, "Oh, yeah, that was that was gold for me." Well, you know, that's you know, that's sort of um, uh, there. You know, there are moments in in uh, you know in in some of my other films, like Legend of a Holy Drinker. I think is pretty brilliant. There's a film, a short film I did called The Rome, that I think there's in the acting, but then also there's in the sword play. I just love sword play, you know, in Lady Hawk and in Blind Fury and mm-hmm. in a horse riding. You know, I love all that stuff. If if I see an actor who who rides a horse or, or plays with the sword as if he is really there, you know, I just like that. And I I I was I was the master of that for a while. Let's put it that way. And um and I that sort of simple stuff that is physical almost. It's physical. Uh, understanding. I I really like that, and I'm you know, am I proud of Lady Hawk? Yes, I am proud. But the most proud of, I I am of the the battle in the end because I did all of it. And the same goes for uh, Blind Fury. Um, you know, and, and I don't think there's any actor who will ever do that. And I can act a little bit here and there too. You know. <laughs> now you know it's a good mix. <laughs> well, for a while there, you know, because they talk about actors being emotional athletes, and uh, and you you also used your your physical athleticism as well for for a good stretch of your career. That that, that had to be fulfilling to to have an opportunity to mix those two uh, disciplines. I would think it is. If it works, it's great. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's hard to explain it. If you get hired for a while, 
you shoot the movie. This is about Blind Fury. You shoot it in uh, where did we shot it? I mean, in Texas and in Nevada, and and they finish the edit the movie, and then they come back and go, "Can you come back and do a sword fight? Because you know the end of the film stinks, and uh, we we'd like to sh- shoot that." And and then you you're in front of one of the best swords swordsmen in the history for films, who's always had like a, a black cap on his face and, and never been on a scene on film. Um, oh God, you know his name escapes me right now. Um, yeah, and he, talk about and, him in your book, I know. Yeah, and he's yeah. and you know and he says uh, you can do this, you can do this, and uh, and. <laughs> And yeah, you know, it's so it's so wonderful. It's just so wonderful to work with these kind of people. Yeah. And the same goes for horsemen, horsemen, and, and you know, and a lot of other people as well. Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I don't want to take any of your time, any more of your time up. You've been so mm-hmm. generous to us. Yeah. Uh, and and when you come back to the states, Mr. Howard, please yeah. give us a call. We'd love to hear from you again. You're one of our favorites. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to Cannes first uh, tomorrow to to see if I can kind of get some wind going on a project that I want to direct for it's been uh, it's been on my mind for two years now is this a feature project yeah yeah there's another thing that I can urge you to take a look which is I am very proud of it because I've been working on it for four years now it's a website it's an online website for short films I've got a great bunch of judges there and it's uh, for filmmakers around the world we're asking them for their short films and uh, that's going to be the first uh, festival in Milan in September. September and it's yes. worldwide. If the films are not in English, they have to subtitle them. That's what's unusual about it. And because I did that, the quality is so high mm-hmm. that I can, you know, already I, I see uh, great, great power in it, basically. And, 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 uh, and lots of fun, of course. And, you know, and filmmakers, you know, the new faces, we can see them there. The new faces of film. Yeah, very. And that web that website is RudgerHoward dot org, correct? No, but that's my own website. This this is called IC Films with IC IC Films dot org. Okay. Uh, it, you can find it inside my website too. There's links there, but IC Films dot org, and it's great fun. And uh, yeah, we got about we got about two thousand short films, and we've uh, we've chosen about hundred and twenty now. Okay. To uh, to run in September. Very well, this seems like this seems like a really kind of fulfilling time in your life because you're making your own stand and making your own difference uh, towards towards AIDS. You're you're you teach acting. You have a short film competition. Uh, there, yeah, they're all kind of things that give back pretty much. You know, I think I have a system down where they they're, they all come back to the, the same thing. I mean, on the acting part, I think I you know I'm have a, I'm a, I've got a Rutger Hauer Film Factory going every year, which is the same thing. We we make uh, thirty filmmakers sweat like dogs and make them shoot tons of movies, and and the experience is is life altering for them because I have something that nobody else knows, and I know where it lives, and I can bring it to them. And they love it, and it's great, you know. So that's yeah. one thing. Then it's the short films. I'm trying to get a circle, uh, a circle going that is a real network, not a fake one. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty much. Well, Mr. Howard, thank uh, you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we 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 admire your work so much, and and please come back to us any time in the future you'd like to. Will do. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Mr. Howard. Okay. Bye-bye, bye. Bye. Was nice talking to you. <laughs>